hello out there and welcome to the Friends Like Films podcast. I'm Britt. And I'm Greg. And um, this is our October chit chat episode. Um, we're not covering a movie this episode. We're just going to be talking about movie news that's caught our eye, um, what yeah, we've been just, watching. Just chilling, you know, talking. Yeah. <laughs> Catching up. And we'll talk about a little bit of Halloween movies and tv specials since it's the season halloween's coming yeah hopefully hopefully we get this episode out before halloween uh given our timelines we're gonna be cutting it close but we'll try (laughs) (laughs) so listeners how are you how is how are you doing how is how is your life i hope it's wonderful yeah let us know interact with any of our social posts (laughs) (laughs) we would love to hear from you yes on instagram or twitter um so, okay, it's been like a month since we recorded, and a lot has happened, um, but let's talk about a couple of trailers that have caught our caught our eye. Um, one release yesterday was the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer. Yeah, which I, it's funny, I was talking to somebody about like, I forget where I was, I was talking to a friend recently where we were, we were both like, yeah, that trailer, like, why hasn't that trailer not come out? Like, mm. the movie's when? February? Yeah. No? No. February or May? I'm pretty sure it's February. February sounds right. But, like, that's, you know, trailer. We were right around the time when the trailer would drop, and it dropped. So, they knew. It was good, I think. They I'm were listening for it. to you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out February 17th in the U.S. Um, yeah. And I, I think it, it, the trailer looked good. Um, obviously, I, I'm excited to see Jonathan Majors back as Kang. Whatever, yeah. whatever iteration we get of of Kang in this movie, it seems like based on the trailer that he's going to be more of like the classic Kang, like yeah, the, the time traveling like conqueror. Yes, um, Kang the and he's conqueror. got like kind of the, the the well, at least in some parts of this movie, he's got like the kind of classic look. He's wearing the outfit with the blue face mask and all yes. that. So that you would see um, in the comics. Yeah, so I'm excited for it. Seems cool. Yeah. Love Paul Rudd. Um, very happy with the movie poster design that I've seen. Uh, I don't know if I've seen the one that you've seen. Um, it, it, the Marvel Socials uh, sent it out. It's 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 basically all Kang, and he's like holding. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little tiny Ant Man and Wasp on his fingertip. Yeah, I like from the trailer that it looks like um, the the Van Dynes. Janet Van Dyne and um, Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not the Van Dynes. They're whatever. I don't know. I guess they, they're the Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, whatever, the parents. Um, it seems like they're going to have maybe a bigger role. That's what it seems from the trailer, at least. Yeah, which is exciting to me because they had those, like, I guess in Ant-Man 1, Michael Douglas had, like, a decent role. Yeah, he did. But obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer was, like, has barely been in the movies at all, so... Um, it'll be cool to see both of them get a little more fleshed out. Yeah. Especially her. She's a great actress, so it'd be cool to like actually see her act in a movie. Yeah. In a Marvel abso- movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Actually use her properly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that for sure. Um I'm glad, like I said, the the movie poster, no more like floating heads, which has been a motif we've seen with movie posters and, and Marvel yeah, a recently. Little, a, a little bit with Kang, but yeah, not really. But not really. So I was happy about that. Um, and then we got another MCU trailer this week as well. Yeah. Today, actually. Right? Was it today? Yeah, I think, yeah, you're I think right. it was today. 
Um, yeah, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which, yeah, I mean, when they announced they were doing a holiday special, I was skeptical because, like, I think there's, like, a typical, you think about, like, the star, like, the legendary, like, Star Wars holiday special yes. that was, like, horrible. <laughs> yes. So, um, so, but it seems like they're gonna, you know, Marvel takes all this stuff seriously. I think they're not gonna put anything out, be it TV show or special or, uh, movie. Um, they're not gonna, like, do it without care. You know what I mean? I think some haters would disagree with you, but I- I'm on Maybe. your I'm on your side. I mean the mo- the recent special, um, what was it? Night of the Wolf, Night of the Werewolf, which I haven't gotten to watch yet. Ah, I that's know it's we didn't right... even put in our outline. I forgot about it, but I watched it. I thought it was pretty good. I know it's right up my alley. Um, yeah, it's on my list. Yeah, but it, to me, it seems like. Um, have you ever watched a show where it's like? Um, like an anthology series where like every episode, like they're not necessarily related yep. or like the season to season. Or like that's kind of how I envision these specials, which are just yeah. like kind of like one offs, not really long enough for a movie, not really like, but not like high still, stakes. Right. But the production yeah. quality is still really cool. Like yeah. It's still like at least going by Night of the Werewolf. Yeah. They, you know, it seems like they put some effort into it. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, the guard going back to the Guardians holiday special um, brief overview that i got from it was um star lord's obviously holiday time and he's super sad because gamora is gone and they the guardians are thinking of ways they can make the him happy around the holidays um which i think is a really cute premise i'm into that yeah um it seems like hijinks ensue with some cameos and things like that so yeah if you haven't if you haven't watched the trailer i'm not going to to spoil it because there is a a pretty funny cameo yeah i mean well by the time this episode comes out i think people have had plenty of chance to see it but yeah we won't say we won't say uh, just in case yeah um but anyway it looks good based on the trailer um the last trailer that came out recently well maybe a little over a week ago now or two weeks ago was yeah, right. the the super mario trailer with chris pratt <laughs> speaking of was, chris pratt <laughs> yeah um we i think there's another one that we were maybe skeptical about Yes. Because um, we weren't sure what the voice was going to be. I think a lot of people had apprehensions about the voice, uh-huh. <laughs> which I don't know. Maybe those are valid. Uh, it seems like the voice is just his voice. <laughs> He's not like doing another voice. Um, or like maybe he did like a little bit of like a New York accent. That's like, what I was going to say. Colin's like, oh, yeah. there's a little bit of the New York accent. And I was like, was it? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, did, did Super Mario ever have a New York accent except in the shitty 90s movie? Which is actually not that shitty. I love that movie. But um, like <laughs> yeah. he never had a New York accent. That's not like a thing. He has an Italian accent. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's not. If you're expecting the classic Mario voice. I didn't like the Toad voice either. Toad voice really put me off. Oh, I liked the Toad voice. It's, it doesn't sound like Toad from the video games, but I, I liked where they went with it. I, I don't think they could do a Toad voice from the video game and not be annoyed with it for, you know, the, yeah, for the whole entire movie. movie. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Especially because those, like, in the video games, they don't actually talk, right? It's like, he yeah. just makes little noises and then there's, like, text dialogue. So, right. like, hearing him actually speak sentences might be a little jarring in that, in that voice. Exactly. <laughs> um... um Jack the, the Black? Thing, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's the thing that I loved most about the trailer is that Jack Black as Bowser is, like, obviously going to kill it. Yeah. Um, from what I can see from the trailer, though, the visuals look really good. Yeah. 
um i think there was like a shot of bowser like breathing fire on the on the penguin like castle looked really cool yep so i'm excited next year sometime comes out Uh, yeah i assume if they have a trailer already it's gotta be next year sometime yeah um other news uh the biggest announcement in my mind is that deadpool 3 was confirmed in the mcu Yes. And in the reveal little video that Ryan Reynolds put up, he says, you know, we were struggling to to come up with an idea for the film and we didn't really know what we were going to do. And so, like, then then it finally came to me, like, oh, well, maybe I'm paraphrasing here, but he just yells out and he's like, hey, Hugh, like, you want to do Deadpool 3? (laughs) You want to come back as Wolverine and do Deadpool 3? And Hugh Jackman just walks by in the background. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Sure, Ryan. Yeah, sure, Ryan. So, yeah, Deadpool 3 with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine confirmed. Yeah, um, obviously so hyped for this. Um, uh, what happened to me after I, I saw the announcement is obviously like on social media, oh, like what does everybody else think? And some people got me thinking about, does this taint the amazing ending that Wolverine had in Logan? No, not at all in my mind because... We don't know, number one, we don't know what they're, like, how they're doing this. Like, it could, like, he could be in this movie for literally five minutes in the beginning where Deadpool's yeah. like, oh, I'm in the Marvel, I'm in the Fox universe, and now I'm leaving. Like, goodbye, Wolverine, and, like, goes to the MCU yeah. universe. And then that's it, and you never see Hugh Jackman again. That's true. It's like, would that taint it if he's in it for five, you know? Like, we don't that's know. That's true. And, we don't know. And, and depending on how the storyline goes, like, if Deadpool, like, leaves that timeline behind or that universe behind then, like, Wolverine can still go on and do his, everything from Logan later on in his life. You know, you know what I mean? Like that, I know. Just because Deadpool leaves for another universe doesn't mean Wolverine doesn't, like... Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it cheapens it. And then, of course, that gets us into the conversation of, so does, like, nobody really die if we have these, like, multiverses and... No, they don't. That's yeah. what comic books are. I know. <laughs> but when you, put, when you put it into, like... Um, movie and tv form versus like off like off the page like on the page no but i think but like i think i like i think robert downey jr as tony stark is dead like dead will not come back but like they're like but they could do like some like if if they ever do another tony stark it won't be that tony stark it'll be a different tony stark and like i don't have a problem with that but so why can't why are you like rdj can't come back as tony stark but Hugh no, I'm not saying he can't come back. It'll just be like a different. Oh, version. I see. I see. I got you. Okay. Okay. Like the like the version from whatever. Well, if they're calling it, Marvel always gives numbers to yeah, their multiverses. Yeah, yeah. So like six one six is usually like the main timeline. Yes. So if MCU is six one six, like six one six is Tony Stark is dead. Like got six, you. He's not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I got it. Um, obviously, like, they haven't even started filming Deadpool 3 yet. We have no idea when this movie's gonna come out, but I'm, uh, if this gets us, like, some steps closer to more mutants and X-Men being in the MCU, that'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, there have been a few, well, we'll talk about one later, but there's been a few nods to the X-Men in recent projects. That's right. So it's, it's there. They're thinking about it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the next piece of news, uh, that I wanted to call out from the last month. I mean, obviously there's a ton of news, but, um, the community movie finally seems like it might happen. 
I'm very like, happy for you. That's it's big one news. of my favorite sitcoms yeah. of all time. Um, it's like a running joke from the from the show. Like six seasons in a movie is like a saying. Mm-hmm. The character, like one of have you have you you've seen Community, right? Maybe not all here of and there. Yeah. yeah, there's a character Abed who's obsessed with TV, and he at, at the time when the show was airing, he gets into the show called The Cape. Do you remember that show? No. It was like a superhero show with like this lame, lame superhero that it's like his cape was like crazy. Oh. He didn't have any superpowers. He had just like a fancy cape. And so he was called the cape. Okay. And Abed gets really into the cape. And like, it was like a running joke of like the other characters telling him how bad it was. And he was like, it's going to go six seasons in a movie, six seasons in a movie. And so that became like a tagline for community. Then it ended after six seasons and everyone was like, oh, wow, now you have to do the movie. And so like yeah. years later, now they're finally doing it. That's very exciting. I'm happy for all the diehard community fans. That's... There is like a little bit of a cult, uh, cult following. Oh, for, for it sure, out there. for sure. Um, they haven't given you guys any kind of timeline, right? Just the no, but it. they have said that like pretty much everybody but Chevy Chase is coming back. Okay, okay, yeah, that's huge. Um, yeah, I mean the big the big question mark was Donald Glover. But, but he's I think confirmed. he said I think he said a while back that if they did the movie he would he would be in. Nice. You he has to be like yeah. on. Okay. That's awesome. Yay. So, excited for that. Yay. So now on that really high high, let's bring it down. <laughs> yeah. With some truly, truly sad news. Um pay tribute to the now late great uh our Hagrid, Robbie Coltrane, passed away since we last yeah. recorded. And recently, really. I mean, so it wasn't yeah. even like it wasn't even like it happened a couple weeks ago. It's still pretty raw. Yeah. But um Yeah, he passed away. Um I guess he had a number of health issues, but um It's just sad. It's sad. Like anytime anytime somebody like from a, like especially like an iconic character, like like it feels very much the same as when Alan Rickman died. Like, oh yeah, um, it's just like a you know a, a, the character like actually his quote his quote from the reunion special was really like the perfect quote right where I he know. basically said like he said like you know Hagrid Hagrid's I'm paraphrasing here but he's like Hagrid's here forever right mm-hmm. like these movies are an institution they're not going anywhere like my kids and my grandkids and my great grandkids can all watch Harry Potter and they'll know me through that like I won't be here but Hagrid will mm-hmm. and so like. There's no really better way to put it. Like I want, I, I it makes me wonder if he knew he was sick. Who knows, but, right? Yeah, but yeah. um, it's like tremendously sad. Very sad. Um, um, we've talked and we've done episodes on Harry Potter on this podcast, and it was a huge, huge part of our childhoods growing up, as it was for many other people. Um, and we've lost. Obviously, Snape. We've lost Hagrid. We've lost Mister Dursley. We've lost. Um, oh well, yeah. It um, like you said, when you lose an actor from uh any any form of media that you love, it it hurts. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I always knew Robbie Coltrane from was um the James Bond movies in the nineties. He was um Valentine. Oh, I'm not um, super familiar with the Bond movies, to be honest. Oh, he's in GoldenEye and a few other Like, things. I've like, seen GoldenEye, like, but yeah, he's, years ago. Um, he's uh, James Bond's, like, Russian, like, informant. Oh, 
like kind of like a like kind of like a mob boss in mm-hmm. in the Soviet Union or former Soviet Union who kind of like knows what's going on. Okay, so he's like an informant. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. So he will be very missed. Yeah, and then the other the other sad news that I wanted to mention was uh, that Angela Lansbury passed away. Obviously, probably not as big of an impact for people our age who like you know she's definitely of an, of the older generation, um, but. I think almost everybody knows her as the voice of Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast, like an iconic voice, like Disney singing voice. Um, Murder She Wrote obviously was like a huge show when it was on. And I think my mom watched. My mom watched. I watched some Murder She Wrote with my mom when I was a yeah, kid. or maybe eighties and nineties. It might be a nineties thing. Both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like a huge show, and she was like a big, pop, you know, really popular for that. Um, and then like growing up. There's like an old classic Disney movie called Bedknobs and Broomsticks that she starred in mm-hmm. that I think I guess it was a favorite of my dad's when he was growing up. So like it was always not always on, but like it was one that like we saw in our house growing up. Like my dad made sure to show us Bedknobs and Broomsticks because he loved it from his childhood. Yeah. Um, so I just remember her from that as well. I guess another connection I have to Angela Lansbury is um, she sang my wedding song, the song I danced with my dad to at my wedding. My dad and oh. I danced to the Beauty and the Beast theme song, but the version yeah. that Angela, Mrs. Potts, sings. Um, well, doesn't she sing it in the movie, too? She does, but Disney also released a version with Luther Vandross and um, Mariah Carey? Yeah, that sounds right, but, I mean, it's Angela Lansbury's version is it's the a- definitive version, I'll say. Yeah. Now... I need to look this up. <laughs> Luther and Celine. Sorry, Celine, not Mariah. Oh. It was Celine. Yeah. Okay. So nineties version, I guess. So nineties. <laughs> yeah. When did that movie come out though? That was early nineties. Was Celine Dion already popular at that point? Ninety two. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Anyway. Anyway, rest in peace, both. Robbie Coltrane and Angela Lansbury. Yep. Um, so we'll move on to talk about some things that we are currently watching or have recently watched. Yes. Let's start. We got to start with House of the Dragon finale. Season one just yeah, wrapped. And, and really a lot, a lot of the season we didn't talk about because we, you know, the last time we spoke was like mid-September four or five episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah it's great (laughs) it is like classic it's everything that was great about the like the old game of thrones um i similar to the similar to when we were watching the original game of thrones show i know what's coming i've read the book you did read the book okay yeah colin thought you had not read the book so i had so here's the thing it's like only a portion of like a longer um like quote unquote history book about the yes. Targaryens, right? So like it's a kind of like an in world history book. Mm-hmm. Right? And this The Dance of Dragons, which is the name of this war that's about to happen, mm-hmm. uh is like a portion of that book. But mm-hmm. it's also told as if it's written like as a history book, but they don't have like reliable sources. So they're like, oh one account comes from Maester so and so. The other account comes from like the the court fool. And like so you don't so like it's all different and like they're telling different versions of what might have happened. Mm. And so the idea is that the show 
is the real ver like this is the the show is like the definitive version like this is what happened but when you read Got it in it. the book you're getting like multiple points of view and you don't really know so like i know roughly the events like i know who i pretty much know who ends up dead and who's alive yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> but yeah. like other than that and like how they get there like that's there's like who betrays who like there's a lot of a lot left that i don't know okay um so you you knew like nothing really surprised you that happened in this first season or um no no nothing really okay. yeah okay i mean there are certain things that they changed but nothing like major yeah I just, I loved it. Like you said, it's like what was so great about Game of Thrones is in this, in this show. Um, the actors are killing it. Emma Darcy that plays uh, Rhaenyra is love, love, yeah. love. And, I, and I, she had big shoes to fill because Millie Alcock, who played young Rhaenyra, was really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they like combined to like make this great character. Yep. Uh, and I, I think I already said it on the September episode, but Matt Smith is also killing it as damon yeah a lot of people not happy with him after this last episode though do we want to talk about that yeah i mean spoiler alert everybody yeah um yeah it was a bit of a he she woke the dragon she did wake the dragon so to speak yes it's a little Um, uh physical assault um, by damon i mean look they're they're going through a stressful time not making excuses, <laughs> but there's kind of a lot going on. Yeah. This guy has kind of wanted to be king his whole life. Yes. And kind of maybe has like finally accepted that his wife will be queen and he'll be married to the queen. Like maybe he's okay with that. And then like that gets taken away. He find like he finds out his brother's dead. His throne gets taken away. And then lo- they lose a baby. Like mm-hmm. it all. This- I mean, it's happening to her too, but like they're both kind of wound yes. up right now. Yeah. <laughs> and people for I, I think it was a nice reminder to the audience that like oh yeah damon is not this like nice uh no hu- nobody nice, in game nice of thrones hus- is a good guy <laughs> this nice husband now just because he got to marry rhaenyra and no yeah. generally yeah. N- nobody like in game of thrones pretty much everybody's morally gray except maybe starks but, ned ned yeah right? starks yeah. in general i mean yeah for the most part Usually to their detriment. Yeah, this is <laughs> um, true. But uh, yeah, I mean they're all they all are out to serve themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really get it that much from Rhaenyra, but you know if she really didn't care, she would just let them. She would she wouldn't be fighting for the throne, so she right. cares. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean this is like the war is started, right? This is the fir- like first blood has been drawn. Freaking Amond. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot but also but also little baby Lucer- luceris right yeah luke luke yeah. let's call him luke i like that better yeah um this little baby thought he was being such a big boy going into storm's end and honestly when i if i was him and i landed i landed in the courtyard and then i see the big dragon like hanging out in the back i'm out dude like I'm yeah not, like here like here deliver my message yeah and i'm out of here goodbye yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know um, who who owns that dragon you know he's there you know you guys have a lifelong beef yeah the guy whose eye you literally took out yeah <laughs> and his dragon is as big as the empire state building like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i do i kind of like um and I, i'll try not to i definitely won't spoil anything but i, I like how they portrayed how that fight happened between the mm. two of them right that they're like kind of can't control their dragons and like 
like he didn't really intend to kill him. It no. probably would have ended up that way, but like they, the dragons, like especially Vagar, the big one, is like yeah. she's the oldest and biggest dragon. She was there, like she's like bred for war, right? So yeah. like, yeah, you know, she and just says like, oh, it's time to kill. Let's do it. I'm killing. And Luke's dragon gave a little like little like hiccup of fire in Vagar's face, and Vagar was like, okay, yeah, yeah, oh, chomp. Yeah. Just, oh, you're about that life? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. And I just chomp and I just bit you in half. Not a problem. Right. And basically swallowed Luke. Yeah. Um but I like how they portrayed portrayed it that like Amond didn't like really intend to kill him. Mm. Cuz like as much as he talks a big game like he's kind of like um he's, he's like a bitter character. Yeah, yeah. Is he 16? Seems older, but anyway. I know he does. Um, he looks older. <laughs> yeah, but um, I like that like aspect of it because, and this is the part that's like a spoiler, but not really a spoiler. Mm. Because of this incident, they they will end up calling him the Kinslayer. Like that become you'll, so you'll see in season two that's going to be his nickname, Amon the Kinslayer, the Kinslayer, because he's the one that killed his his nephew. And um, and so he gets this like reputation for being a bad dude, Ooh, yeah. and like you know I'm. I won't tell you about the stuff he does later, but he gets this reputation right from basically from the beginning. And I kind of like the way that they're portraying it in that, like, he maybe didn't intend for it to happen. And now right. he's like, now he's going to have this reputation anyway. Right. Yeah, that's good. That makes for a more richer, more complex character. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to wait till 2024. For season two. That's insane. That is so two years. That's that's insane. I know. But um loved it. Loved it, loved it. Yeah. Um, so the other big thing that we've both been watching is uh well I've actually just finished is She Hulk, the latest Marvel show. Caught me by surprise, to be honest with you. Yeah. I I feel I agree. I think it took me a few episodes to like get into it, but then once I did, I enjoyed it for the rest of the way. Yeah. It was definitely not high stakes, as you get with a lot of MCU stuff. Um, definitely. Very meta. Very meta. Uh, funny. Um, and it, it, there was there were just there. I would say there were some filler episodes, I guess. But like I said, it, it was all low stakes, just enjoyable content. Right. I mean, they even they and when I say meta, I mean they literally talk about it. She talks about it in the show where she's like, "Not everything needs to end with like a big battle against the bad guy." Yeah, she's like you know, like she's like the she's like the the arc in this show can just be my life getting shaken up by getting superpowers and like yes. that's it. Yep. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and like and that was it. Yeah. And it was cool. I liked it. I liked all the cameos. I liked her talking to the audience. I liked um, her going- the ending where she. Yeah, they're like climbing out of the show into like another show. <laughs> yep, going to talk to Kevin, which as a viewer, you Kevin, you're thinking Kevin Feige, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, every everybody that works on Marvel just calls him Kevin, and Kevin and <laughs> ended up being this robot that uses yeah, like K E V I N. <laughs> yes, which I forget what it stands for, the acronym. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, when he's this like bot with this algorithm that creates all the mcu content and um so i thought that was funny and we got matt murdoch we got daredevil 
Yeah, and they seem to be like an item, which I think that happens in the comics. That Jennifer okay. Walters and Matt Murdock are a thing. Yeah, they uh, they bang in the show and a couple da- times. Daredevil does the walk of shame the next morning <laughs> in his suit. Yeah, in his suit, <laughs> meets, but no shoes. Meets the parents. Meets the parents at the end. Meets the parents, so a little serious, right? If you're meeting the parents. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Um, but yeah, I think my biggest takeaway is that I just really like like the character of Jen Walters. Yeah, me too. I just think she's like a kind of like relatable, like, like you can, like, I understand the struggle of her, like not wanting to be a superhero, <laughs> but she kind of is. And she's just like, I really don't want this at all, but like, yeah. fine, I guess it's part of me. Yeah. Tatiana Maslany did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we get the, 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 I guess I'll call it the big reveal at the end of like, where was Hulk this whole time? Right. Um, so yeah, right. he was on he was on Sakar, which is the planet that he and Thor were on in Thor Ragnarok. Yep. And um dealing with some you know, he was like on basically like Jerry Springer or like Maury. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and like you are the father. And yeah, so he has a son. Yeah. Do you <laughs> know Scar. Do you know anything about Hulk's son in the comics and like what I kind of just know that he exists and that there's this storyline called Planet Hulk. And that's what everybody thinks they're going to do. Interesting. That there's going to be a Hulk movie and they're going to do Planet Hulk is the storyline. So I don't really know much about it. It's like this planet where they basically worship Hulk. I think that's that's what it's all about. I saw some tweets like um, saying like how long was Bruce on Sakaar? Like his son looks like he's like 17 years old. Like, <laughs> well, time works differently there, right? right? Exactly. Isn't that the whole thing, <laughs> right? And that's what people were saying. Like, well, time works differently. Yeah. I just want to know that the poor woman, because he was stuck as Hulk as Hulk that whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like how big is a Hulk baby? I hope it was consensual, and you know, she wanted to go through that horrible, horrible pregnancy and childbirth with a Hulk baby. Maybe she was a Hulk. Of some kind. Yeah, are there just other hulks out there? I don't know. Like, maybe if you're on a planet where, like, it's gamma radiation, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah. Like, maybe there's a planet where they just have a ton of it and everybody's a hulk. Yeah. Is that what Planet Hulk is? No, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I don't know. I, I know very limited amount okay. about it. So if, even if I like, – like, even what I know now, I might be misspeaking, but I think it's, like, a planet of, like, humans, I guess, that, that worship Hulk. He's, like, their god emperor. That's that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I think that's... We want to keep this episode nice and tight. So I think that's it for our what we're watching that we'll dive into deeply. Let's just rattle off other things that we enjoyed that we've watched recently, but we won't go into any of them. Just to give the, just okay. to give the listeners some if they're looking for anything to watch. Okay, yeah, okay. sure. Do you want me to go first? You okay. go first. Yeah. I've checked out Bros, Billy Eichner's uh, rom-com, gay rom-com. Um, I rented it on Amazon Prime, which you can also do. Um, liked it. Enjoyed it. So if you're looking for a, a short uh, rom-com and a different one, because it is a gay love story, I recommend it. Um, Bad Sisters on Apple TV+. Plus. I binged it in two days, 10 episodes. Um brief overview it's five sisters one of them is married to a complete prick 
and the four sisters are trying to bas- basically kill kill him and take him out. It's okay. absolutely awesome. It takes place in Ireland. Um, it's great. Irish humor. Loved it. And I managed to see Don't Worry Darling, um, which we've talked about briefly on the podcast in the past with all the... Her- yeah, well, I think the last time we spoke, the reviews had like just come out. And they, and weren't, they weren't good. good. <laughs> the drama surrounding Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde, blah, blah, blah. We don't have to get into it. Um, the movie was definitely doesn't deserve the low Rotten Tomato score it's getting, um, but it definitely is flawed. Harry Styles isn't as bad of an actor in it as people have been saying. He's fine. Um, and, of course, Florence Pugh is incredible. So... Do with that what you will. What have you been watching, right. Greg? Um, I've been watching Andor, which we talked about a little bit about last time, and basically, like we, I think we said it was starting slow. I don't know if you you were even. I watching, only watched the first but, episode um, so far. Yeah, so like it started slow, but like it kind of grew on me. It is definitely a slow burn, like throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're like six or seven episodes in now, and it's going to be twelve. Okay. Um, it's but it's interesting like if you're if you like star wars it's like the origins of the rebellion and like how did it get started and like right now it's kind of like a guerrilla like grassroots movement and like so it's it's cool to see like how it all got yeah. started it's an interesting story I, it's grown yeah. on me um bullet train the movie with brad pitt action movie uh um, how was that I, I i guess action movie might not even be the right term but i would call it an action movie um i liked it a lot funny like well written, visually very entertaining, okay. good fight scenes and everything. So yeah, good movie. Um, and then I finished the, the show that I had been looking forward to forever, Lord of the Rings. The season ended. Um, I liked it a lot. Okay, definitely very different from Game of Thrones. Um, different vibes, different styles of fantasy, like they always yeah. were. But um, they had some. I had some issues with the pacing. Okay, but like as far as like stuff that they changed and stuff that they invented for the show, I don't really have. Too much of a problem. Okay. I liked it. I liked it all. Awesome. I'm glad because you were really looking forward to that. Yeah. Awesome. I think they delivered. Good. And season two definitely is a thing. It's happening. I don't know when. Probably next year or the year after. Cool. All right. So we did say we'll talk about some Halloween stuff. Tis the season. Um, Last year we did Casper and Scream. Um, for our October episodes, we didn't get our shit together this year for obvious reasons. I have a seven-week-old, <laughs> and uh, Greg has a full-time job and is a single father to his dog Pepper. So, yeah, who's in the background making some noise right now? Yeah, but um, some Halloween movies that we like to watch during this time of year, maybe like fall-themed. Um, I. I mean, we covered Scream last year. One of my favorite slasher movies ever. Definitely recommend that and watch. I watched that. Yeah. I love the Adams Family movies. Yeah, both of them. They're not really uh, like they don't take place around Halloween, but like they're just kind of Halloween. Yes. Um, actually, today, um, as we're recording this, uh, Guillermo del Toro dropped his Cabinet of Curiosities, which is an anthology series on Netflix. I haven't checked it out yet because it just uh, was released. But if you're into horror and Guillermo del Toro is one of the best to do it, I would check that out on Netflix. Um, favorite Halloween costumes, Greg, that you've had in the past? What were some? 
Uh, I've had some good ones. Yeah. I, I, I so I I'm not like a creative type, so I tend to like I'll buy a costume, but like I like to get like kind of like standout costumes. Yeah. So I like one year I was Gumby. That was that like was a big a good hit. one. That was Oscar the Grouch one year. That was a good one. With that big like kind of like, giant Oscar the Grouch costume. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else was I? You a dinosaur or a dragon? Dinosaur. That that's like kind of the, my I keep in the back pocket because like that one I spent a lot of money on that onesie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like so that one I have like just in case I ever forget to buy a costume or I can't decide what I want to do, I can back it up with the dragon, dinosaur, or whatever. What about you? Favorite costumes? You guys have had some great ones. Yeah. So I'm very blessed that my mother in law is a very gifted seamstress, so she usually makes all our costumes. Um, favorites from the past: um, White Rabbit from alice in wonderland um colin and i were the mad hatter and the white rabbit uh one year we actually went to uh m night Shyamalan's charity halloween party in philly and that's what we wore um really love my magneto costume you just oh yeah that was a good one. Oh, you just feel so powerful when you wear a cape um really love um yep i liked when you guys did um Tonks and Lupin. Yes. Great coats. Great coats. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Capes and really good coats. You just feel like such a badass. So yeah, those are those are a few. Favorite Halloween candy when you used to trick or treat, what would you hope to get the most of? Mm. Uh, I don't know if I have like a real favorite. I guess Reese's or Butterfingers. I like Butterfingers. Okay. Butterfingers. But like that's not those aren't my favorite candies, but those were like what I would like to yep. get for Halloween because I felt Butterfinger was like not I, you wouldn't really buy like I don't really would ever get Butterfingers like except on Halloween or like sometimes they'd have it at the movie theater like yep. the Butterfinger bites. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like there's like rare occasions where you get Butterfingers. So I'm like oh, okay nice like I'm never going to the store if I want candy and I'm gonna get yeah I'm not getting Butterfingers. That's so true. You know? Yeah, I never really thought of them <laughs> that way, but I agree. Yeah. For, what about you? Your favorite? Uh, peanut butter cups, hands down. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah. I also will go to the store and buy myself peanut butter cups. But uh, <laughs> yeah. peanut butter cups and Kit Kats. Yeah. Yeah, Kit Kats. I don't, you don't fuck with Kit Kats? Like, take, take them or leave really? them. Really? I like them. But you're like, meh. All right. Yeah, just meh. Okay. Give me a Snickers over a Kit Kat. Oh, okay. We differ there. We differ. That's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I mean, my favorite candies, though, are definitely the ones uh, laced with drugs. Oh, yes. Those drug Yeah, you got to find that. Candies. You got to find the crazy house. With the cocaine. That's given out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> packed, packed with LSD and cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love those. Love when I get those houses. Yeah. Did you ever have a lame house in your neighborhood that gave out, like, a toothbrush or, like, an apple? Uh, maybe I don't really remember. <laughs> you block block no, those out. I think it was mostly. <laughs> I just remember in the town I grew up in, there was this area called. It was like a development called the Knolls. It's still mm-hmm. there, but it was like all condos, right? So it was like a lot of houses all packed together, um, like little townhouses. Mm-hmm. And so, like kids would just flock to the Knolls okay. on on Halloween, and it became like. But then it would continue until like, and you'd have like young kids would go out like before dinner. Like and then like as the night went on, it would be like now the high school kids are hanging out outside and like just causing all sorts of crazy shit going on at the knolls on Halloween night. <laughs> did it? Did the people that lived in the knolls complain 
Or did they love it? Were they like, this is... Um, I think a mix of both. There was a lot of kids that lived. It wasn't like, it wasn't just like, okay. like childless homes. Like they, a lot of kids okay, lived there. Okay, good. Um, I, I lived there until third grade or whatever. Then yep. we moved. But um, yeah, it was like a lot of families that had kids that went to the mm-hmm. local school. So like you'd tell your parents like, oh, I'm going over to so-and-so's house. Where do they live? The Knolls. Uh, like, yep, okay, cool. Like they basically like just drop you off at the front of the Knolls and like you just walk <laughs> in. They don't even take you to the house. Oh, that's awesome. I I miss sometimes I miss how like trick or treating, to be honest with you. I wish it was socially acceptable um, as an adult to do that. But people don't really trick or treat. You have a baby. That's true. <gasps> you have a you have a Yeah, but living she's excuse. like she's seven weeks old. Like that if you come if so? you come around making memories. No. Baby's no. first if Halloween. Co- oh, I would I would be a hundred percent if I was you, I would they- be a hundred percent trick or treating. <laughs> no because you know that it's the parents just going out for the candy like the people at the houses know that like so baby's first halloween how are you gonna stay in on baby's first halloween sure maybe we'll try and find a nice neighborhood and when she's older when she's older she's gonna be like what did we do for my first halloween you're gonna be like we didn't go anywhere Mm, Mm. stayed and we put you in your costume we hung out at home we should have listened to uncle greg (laughs) I'll, i'll run the idea by colin see what he says (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna run it by him on friday i'm seeing you guys on oh, friday yeah listeners yeah yes <laughs> adult interaction i'm so uh, excited <laughs> yeah a friend a mutual friend of ours is getting married this weekend um our friend um, so we're all very excited we'll have a our little friend reunion. who did our theme song oh yeah, yeah jeff <laughs> give him the That's shout right. out he deserves okay um i was just go gonna ahead. get into the, what we're looking forward to coming up for movies oh, yeah, is that sure. cool um mm-hmm. so i mentioned it briefly last episode but um coming out in next month in november on da, 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 november 23rd um bones and all is coming out and it's a horror movie starring timothy chalamet and taylor russell uh directed by luca guadagnino who directed call me by your name um very excited very excited cool um yeah the biggest thing that i'm excited for is black panther 2 it's coming it's coming no november Ready as well it. yeah i want to say like 17th i don't know if i'm pulling that date out of my ass i have no idea <laughs> but very november. excited for it <laughs> yeah awesome that's a thursday that might be right 17th no, i need to look it up The week before Thanksgiving, so everybody can go when they're with their families on November Thanksgiving. November 11th. Weekend. Oh, two weeks before. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is that all she wrote? I think that's it. You probably got some baby stuff to go do. Well. I've got some work. Ooh. Womp. <laughs> Well, yeah. listeners, I hope you enjoyed this, our ramblings about what we've been watching and liking, um, and we've kept you company with, with whatever you're doing while you listen to us. Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, Hocus Pocus 2 sucked. Oh, yeah. It was so lame. <laughs> it was so lame. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> now I'm good. We can all end right, the cool. episode. <laughs> um, See ya. See <laughs> ya.